0: Welcome to the Fitness Business Growth Podcast. A podcast run by gym owners for gym owners. My name is Mitch and along with Jamie, we are your hosts and we will be discussing all the important things that you need to run a successful fitness business. From marketing to lead generation to sales to retention to staff and much, much more. So if you are a fitness business owner, then this is for you. We hope you enjoy the following episode, and we will speak with you soon.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Fitness Business Growth Podcast. As always, I'm here with Mitch. How are you, mate?
0: G'day, mate. Episode three already? We're flying along. Once a week,
1: Tuesday afternoons, we've, locked, we've put it in the calendar. Uh, I think we've both become absolute slaves to a calendar over the last 12 months. It's so important, but that can be for another episode.
0: Yeah, well, when we first started years and years ago, we didn't even have Google Calendar downloaded. I don't well, know how we used to remember to do anything.
1: Well, we lived together for five years. So, like, it's just we could get our, <laughs> our sessions and have lunch together and work it out.
0: Remind you who you needed to call for the afternoon. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Well, today, guys, we're going to talk about a very, very important topic, and it is a pitfall that we see that a lot of fitness business owners go through, and that is, like, what is your core offer? What are you offering yeah. to the public? What is the service that you are going to deliver 99 times out of 100?
0: Yeah, we see some owners who, they, they have a whole shopping list of services that they have. I mean, obviously, the majority of them are training people, but whether that is personal training, semi-private training, you know, maybe a small group training, boot camp, nutrition coaching, um, you know, maybe something online, you know, or a hybrid model. And then the problem with that is when you get a lead come in, or you're having a having a conversation with someone. Very difficult to to be able to to know exactly what they want and, and talk to them about that. I think without uh, with so many options, it can cloud your judgment a little bit. And there's so many logistical things that come into having all those offerings; it just becomes really complicated. Well, I'll go a step a step
1: back further, mate. So when we first started our group training businesses, we were called Breakthrough Bootcamp, and this was in 2015. And I think we lucked out a bit with the name. Because Breakthrough Bootcamp, it's very obvious, very clear what Bootcamp is. And we offered one thing, Bootcamp. So when, whenever we had that inquiry, that lead would come through, as you said, they weren't asking, what do you offer? It was just like, oh, can I get your timetable? So when the people opt in and you have that one offering and you make your core offer well known, you attract people that want that offer. As opposed to having, as you said, Bootcamp, personal training, strength training, powerlifting, Nutrition coaching and and the list goes on.
0: Yeah, you're you're exactly right. And when we when we transitioned from Breakthrough Bootcamp to Breakthrough Active, that was something that uh, did sort of you know play on our mind and was the topic of a lot of conversations that we had about you know should we keep the name? Should we make it something um, something else? And the difference we had was we moved into a permanent. Uh, I guess, more permanent locations in nicer areas and felt that the word active would be better than boot camp. But yeah, for a long time, we were very fortunate that every inquiry that we got was very, very clear on what we were before we'd spoken a word to them and it was, it was in the title. And I think the mistake that a lot of owners do make is they have too many options. So even if they are called X, X, Y, and Z Fitness, instead of just having group training or just having personal training or just having small group training, whatever it is, they've got five, seven, nine, ten 10 different offers and different things. And the customer is, they experience a bit of paralysis by analysis if you're reading them all out and seeing what's best for them.
1: Well, how often do you hear that like, I suck at sales and I hear all the time, I need to think about it. The reason they need to think about it is because you gave them 10 options.
0: They actually do need to think about it.
1: Yeah, like you weren't clear on your offer. They weren't clear on your offer. And if there is any doubt that a certain solution, a certain offer can get that person to their goal, they are going to hesitate. They are going to procrastinate. So having that one clear offer is so important, especially if you're under, say, 50 members, you help a person with one core offer, and you keep going until you get that to 50, 60, 70, up to 100, 150 members. And then at that point, only at that point, you should be looking at adding additional profit layers. But what tends to happen is, is a gym owner will run group fitness, they'll get their first 20 people into their group program, they need the money, they'll get an inquiry for personal training, one-on-one, I'll bend the rules once, and then all of a sudden they're doing, Three PT sessions, they're running three boot sessions, they're doing nutrition coaching online, and at the end of it, they get nothing done because they're doing too many different things.
0: Yeah, I I think your um, comparison to where you were at with your business is really important too. If you're just starting out and you're building your brand and let's say you want to get to 100 members or 150 like you don't need to add in those other levels of complexity in your business where you've got some people or PT clients, some people who are small groups, some people who are nutrition clients. You just need to feed them all into the same the same program. And what we will have some, you know, what we will hear sometimes is you get the owners say, well, I've got so and so who will only do personal training, or I'll have so and so. I know this person who would only do this, and you, you just can't be everything to everyone. And you need to be willing to maybe say no to to one or two people out of 100 or 200 or a few hundred and just really focus on that one thing that you are best at, whether that is PT, whether that is small group, whether that is boot camp or somewhere in between. You need to be zoned in and focused on one thing, knowing that maybe it's not going to be for absolutely everyone, but the people who do want it. And the people that you attract are going to be really into it and you'll be able to convert them a lot more easily if you become a specialist in that type of training i'm going to give away a bonus mate for the exact thing you should say if
1: you offer group training and someone asks for one-on-one personal training they opt in saying hey do you guys offer one-on-one training you simply say this i was a one-on-one trainer in the past and i used to charge between 100 and 150 an hour so for me to see you three times a week is going to cost you four fifty, and what we found that was unaffordable for most people long term. So we've created this amazing small group program where we can see you three to four times a week for sixty bucks a week. How does that sound? And of course, yeah. they're going to sound that sound. And I've done that a hundred times. So if you practice your sales and you practice your delivery, you will get better at communicating. But if you have that one core offer. You should believe wholeheartedly that that is the solution for 99.9% of people, and you should be filtering them into that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're in, you know, you're in a position where your business, where you're looking to grow. Like you said, you're not looking for an effort, an extra profit layer. Where you're taking your net profit from 10% to 15% or something like that. Like you, you are very much building your business. You're trying to build your member base. You're trying to get some numbers on the board and take your business from 30 or 40 up to 70, 80 or hundred. And that's where just having that one option for the very vast majority of people, for starters, it's going to be a lot more simple in terms of your delivery, in terms of your sales pitch, in, in terms of how you deal with leads because like, Jamie just mentioned there like that rolled off his tongue because he's had that conversation a lot. he started. You go, sorry, mate. I apologize. I'm just going to say if, if if you were, you know, in the middle of a consultation, someone asked about personal training and then you started trying to sell them that as well. It just, you, you, you wouldn't have that, that sound pitch down because you are swapping and changing between one to the other. So for starters, I think, your delivery of of the information around it is important, but also just actually fulfilling that service. If you only offer boot camp or you only offer group training, you're going to be pretty damn good at running boot camps. I know I know we were when that's all that we did for years and years and years. And at that point, we probably wouldn't have been great personal trainers. We had done personal training prior, but we didn't really do it for a few years. So our specialty laid in bootcamp training and large group training, and that's what we were good at. And that's what people liked because we were good at it.
1: It's also like before you even get a client, like I set up the marketing and tech funnels and automations for our business. And like, if you have one, for example, I'm just going to throw this out there, a 21 day transformation challenge, and that's how you would track new clients They do 21 days and they go into a membership that's six or 12 months. You have one offer with one image, one like Facebook lead form, one email, one text, one phone call, one script. Once you onboard them into your program, that they go through the exact same sequence, the same emails get sent, the same text gets sent out. If you can perfect that experience for one offer It gets better and better and better. But what most fitness professionals do is they have one very subpar offer. They'll start building it out and they'll create another one. And they end up with all these offers that are never actually completed, that are never high quality and don't convert enough members. So having one offer, one email, one text, one script, one phone call, especially if you are an owner-operator, is going to drastically simplify your life.
0: Well, it's the old uh, shiny object syndrome as well. We we've yeah. been guilty of that with different things in the past. But let's just say you are running group training, group boot camp, or you know something similar, and then you you hear something or someone say you should do semi private because people are going to pay five times as much and get better results, and the you know, retention is going to be better and whatever. So you start doing a bit of that. So then you've got some of those clients and then you got some boot camp. And then you've got some one-on-one training because you really like some of the clients and they're happy to pay, you know, $90 an hour. So then you're doing some of that. And before you know it, just like that, there's you've got three different things and you're not really able to or wanting to colour any of them.
1: Yeah. And they all they all suffer. They all suffer.
0: Ooh, that's but, what it comes comes back yeah, to yeah. When, when you're doing a little bit of everything, you're becoming a jack of all trades. As opposed yeah. to just focusing on one delivery, where you can become an expert and become really good at it.
1: And the number one, thing, the number one focus of a business is to make money. And when you have different profit layers in your business, like I'll use a quick example, quick math: 100 members paying fifty a week in your group training program, you make five thousand dollars a week. If you start doing personal trainer, personal training, sorry, and you get your first ten clients at sixty a week. All of a sudden, you're making $5,600. But what's going to happen is you're going to lose focus on your core offer. Your group training membership will decline, and you'll end up running group sessions and PT and making the same amount of money. And then all of a sudden, you'll think, oh, I need to get that money back. I'm going to start doing online coaching. Then you download Trainerize or PTD. And then your group training and your PT suffers, and you've got three or four online clients over here. And it's the classic business owner that's just doing absolutely everything, but they're making less and less money as they do more. It's always like a weight loss client. At some point you can only eat, eat, eat so little and do so much exercise to a point of diminishing returns. It's the exact same thing in your business.
0: Do you know what one thing that I actually didn't even mention before? It's uh, it's the group t- training gym that starts wanting to run Open Gym. Ugh,
1: open Gym.
0: So then you've got, you know, let's say you run in your sessions in the morning and the afternoon, but your gym's open for a few hours through the day. And then you think, oh, I've got, you know, four or five hours through the day when no one's in there. I could have some people coming in and just doing a workout. So then you start charging your $15 a week memberships to the five dudes who go to used to go to the 24-7 gym. And then all of a sudden you've got another offering. So then in yeah. the back of your mind, you get an inquiry and someone says to you, oh, you know, do, do you open, like can I come in and do this outside of classes or sessions? And you say, oh, yeah, yep, that's fine. Yep, that's cool. And then all of a sudden you've got a gym that does that. And, and the amount of times that people have asked me that, and I say, oh, no, no, we, we're only open for our group sessions. they'll say, okay. No yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, that's where... If you need to go one step further, you say, oh, if you want to do your own thing, you can go up to like a 24-7 gym and you probably get access to more stuff there. No, no, it's okay. But it's just another example of where you can get distracted by the shiny object because, and I know you, you hate this too, Sometimes you hear one person, one member, one friend of a friend, one inquiry who says, oh, you, you guys should have open gym or you guys should be open or you guys should have a 24-7. You guys should run boxing sessions. And then the next team meeting, someone says, oh, every, everyone's been asking about it going
1: 24-7. Yeah.
0: And it's and been one it, or two people.
1: And it's very, very hard to annoy the, and uh, sorry, ignore the loudest person in the gym but they are the same person that will complain when you increase their prices. They are the same person that will complain when there's any change in the gym. So you should definitely not listen to that purpose. And I'll share a story, Mitch, because in 2015, we did listen to that person.
0: I was about to say this, one. Yeah, we, had
1: a, we had a lady and she pulled us aside after the sessions. So Jamie, you know, all the members are talking and we, and we think you should get a suggestion box together. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. Why not? This lady actually made the suggestion box, and then there was five suggestions in there with the same handwriting. So it was just her. She made the box. She wrote the, she wrote the five suggestions, and it was have more sessions at 4, 4 15 AM, uh, a.m., get a boxing bag, and we actually did it. We actually did it because it is hard to say no, but you have to say no because what eventually happened was that we actually – I think we started doing a – an extra early morning session for a short period of time she actually cancelled and then she was off to another gym and we were stuck in that early morning session
0: yeah what, what it was we used to have a downstairs area at one of our locations that wouldn't get used it wasn't actually approved by council so that's why we didn't actually use it but at certain points we were really busy in the morning so we decided to run two sessions one upstairs one downstairs and then things, that I think it was a challenge, so things started to sort of even out and we only really needed to have the people upstairs. But she wanted the sessions to remain downstairs. So what we actually did, there was two of us there, I think two or three mornings a week, giving, yeah, giving, up, giving up our sleep-ins, getting up at 4.30, three more times a week that we had to because we used to share the load. And then she moved on and cancelled and we were stuck training four or five people down there. So say no right.
1: to, say no to everyone. And, and, and I know, like, if you are coming up and you're launching your business, there are certain times where you will say yes to everything to make money. We're not saying that. We're talking more about the established group fitness business that has 50 or 60 members and their goal is to get to 100. And the 60-member mark, as opposed to learning the skills to get to 100, they chase the shiny
0: new object, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, we—that's a good point because when we were just getting started back, it was more like 2014. Personal trainers—we stopped. I do
1: anything for anyone.
0: Yeah, we finished up at the gym because um, that got sold, and we still had our group of clients. We'll go into people's houses. I, I was going to a local park. I was going to another local gym and doing the the dodgy. Uh, we we were doing anything and everything to be able to make money to to pay our rent and to eat. We're not by any means saying saying that, you know, we're, we're capitalists by by nature, but it's, it's more when, like Jamie said, when you are established, when you have got your facility, when you know what you're offering, when you're making enough money to pay yourself and pay bills and everything else, you just don't want to then get distracted by anything and everything outside of what your main and core offering is.
1: Absolutely. And like it all rears its ugly head during the sales process yeah. when that lead isn't sure what you offer and you actually give them a legitimate reason to think about. So I think, I think we've covered most things, but can you think of anything else?
0: No, the only other thing would be, I think in more recent years, a lot of people have started sort of having a bit of a online component to their business. And in my opinion, like that's just not, even a thing shouldn't even be a thing that business owners are considering at the moment back when we were having lockdowns and back when we were having um, you know, that sort of circumstance and you might be running zoom sessions and things. It might be a little bit different then, but now the world's back to normal. You know, I I don't even think that that's something that you should be looking at unless you are just an online trainer, which is completely different. But if you, if you've got a, if you've got a facility and you're, you're training people there and someone lives just a little bit too far away, I'm sorry, but we can't help you.
1: Yeah. And if unless you've completely filled out your facility to capacity and you are an excellent marketer, an excellent salesperson, excellent delivery in person and online, then going into the online world is just another, it's just it really is another world and it's not even the same business. I think in a future episode mate we'll cover what it actually required to be an online trainer. And I think people are going to be absolutely surprised that if they haven't done a mathematics degree, they probably shouldn't do it.
0: Yeah, and if there is anyone who's doing all of those things really well, they're probably not listening to this podcast, mate. <laughs> not, at <all. laughs> not at
1: all. Well, mate, we'll wrap it up there. As always, guys, thanks for listening. Have a lovely, lovely, lovely day.
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. If you did enjoy the episode, then we do have a free Facebook group that you can join. It's called Fitness Business Growth, a group run by gym owners for gym owners. We share a lot of very valuable information that can be helpful for fitness business owners. So if you are wanting to get more of what you just heard, hop on, add yourself in and be a part of that group. Until next time, thanks for listening and we'll talk with you soon.